Hello, my name is Josh Roan, and I'm lead pastor here at Zion Church, a United Methodist congregation in York, Pennsylvania. We're a church with a physical location, but we also have an online presence each and every weekend. But today, I want to thank you for joining us for our podcast, something that's a little bit different rather than the songs and the hymns and all those different things that are part of our regular weekend experiences. This is just the main scripture and the sermon, an opportunity for us maybe to hear again God's word, which we tuned into this weekend, or maybe an opportunity to hear it afresh and anew. So I would encourage you as the week begins to listen in and to lean in to what God is saying to you. Thank you for joining us. Early Friday morning, Jesus, very God of very God, stood before the Sanhedrin. This group of religious leaders had been called together to determine his fate. They proceeded hastily, very much out of step with the way that things would normally take place. And in short order, the Sanhedrin called for the execution of this carpenter-turned-rabbi. Problem was, they had no authority to put him to death. They had no power to do anything of the sort. So in those moments that followed, the Sanhedrin did the unthinkable. They went to the Roman governor. They went to one of their enemies, one of their oppressors, and asked him to do their bidding. According to John chapter 18, verses 33 and following, Pilate, the Roman governor, examined Jesus. He examined this man that the Sanhedrin had called to be put to death. And Pilate asked Jesus, he said, are you the king of the Jews? And Jesus responded, is that your own idea? Or did others talk to you about me? Am I a Jew? Pilate replied. It was your people and your chief priest who handed you over to me. What is it that you have done? Jesus said, my kingdom is not of this world. If it were, my servants would fight to prevent my arrest by the Jews. But now my kingdom is from another place. You are a king then, said Pilate. Jesus answered, you are right in saying I'm a king. In fact, for this reason I was born. And for this reason I came into the world, to testify to the truth. Everyone on the side of truth listens to me. It was then that Pilate asked, what is truth? What is truth? That's the question that you and I have to answer today. What is truth? It's a question that countless people throughout history have wrestled with. And it is the question that is of ultimate importance for you and I today. Who is this man whose name is Jesus? And what is the truth about him? Caiaphas and the members of the Sanhedrin They had their minds made up to the truth. They believed that they knew the answer to that question. In Jesus, they saw a teacher who was amassing quite a following, just as we spoke about on Sunday. They looked at him and they saw someone whose teaching was freeing. They saw someone who, as the people were listening, they found a liberating word coming from his mouth. It was very different than what they taught. He promised a new life, a new kind of life, a life that was characterized by fullness and abundance. And people liked this man. They were amazed by the miracles that he performed. And they were delighted to listen to his incredible life-giving message. This message that he spoke 
with newfound authority. What is the truth about him? Who is Jesus? To the members of the Sanhedrin, Jesus was a nuisance. He was an inconvenience. For them, Jesus was a threat that needed to be eliminated. And because they had their minds made up, the members of the Sanhedrin did just that. They put into effect a plan to eliminate this threat. They put into effect a plan that would result in the promised Messiah and Savior, the very one that they had been waiting for, the very one that the prophets had spoken about, the very one that they were teaching God's people regarding. It resulted in him being crucified on a junk heap outside the city of Jerusalem. Who is Jesus? And what is the truth about him? The members of the Sanhedrin had their minds made up. And because of that, because they had their minds made up, they missed out on some of the greatest truth the world has ever seen or heard. Who is Jesus? And what's the truth about him? Well, Mary Magdalene and a group of women believed that they too had the answer to that question. They believed that they knew who Jesus was. And they believed that they knew what he had come to do. Mary and this group of women followed Jesus as a result of that. They believed that Jesus was the Messiah and that he was the Savior, that he was God's long-awaited, much-anticipated hope, the one that the prophets had promised to God's people. And for that reason, they believed in Jesus. They believed that in Jesus, God was up to something new, and God was finally going to set things right. They believed Israel's oppressors would be overthrown, that justice would roll down like water. They believed that a new kingdom, a kingdom characterized by justice and mercy, was about to dawn. But then Good Friday happened. These women, these women stood at the foot of the cross, and they watched in horror as Jesus was crucified. The one that they believed to be the promised Messiah and Savior was put to death. And he suffered in agony as the people watched. Could they have been wrong? Was Jesus just another man? Were they mistaken about what he had come to do? Well, the truth, the truth was it seemed like maybe they were sadly mistaken. Because on Friday, they watched as Jesus died. And on Saturday, his broken and lifeless body lay in the tomb. Who is this Jesus? And what's the truth about him? There was a follower of Jesus. His name was Simon Peter. And Peter had left all. He had left family, friends, career to go off and follow Jesus. He had been bold and he had been brash. He had been there as Jesus had performed miracles. He saw as Jesus watched, or he watched as Jesus walked on water. He himself had even tried. To you and I, from the outside looking in, it appears that Peter was someone who was utterly convinced as to the truth of who Jesus was. To you and I, it seems like Peter knew beyond a shadow of a doubt who it was that he was following. He seemed like he knew what Jesus had come to do. 
Yet we read in Mark chapter 14, verses 66 and following, that while Peter was below in the courtyard, one of the servant girls of the high priest came by, and when she saw Peter warming himself, she looked closely at him. And she proclaimed, You also were with that Nazarene, Jesus. But Peter denied it. I don't know or understand what you're talking about, he said, and he went out into the entryway. When the servant girl again saw him there, she said again to those standing around, This fellow is one of them. And again he denied it. After a little while, those standing near said to Peter, Surely you are one of them, for you are a Galilean. And then he began to call curses down on himself. And he swore to them, I don't know this man that you're talking about. Immediately the rooster crowed the second time. And then Peter remembered the word that Jesus had spoken to him. Before the rooster crows twice, you will disown me three times. And he broke down and he wept. Who is Jesus? What is the truth about him? Well, Peter, on that night when Jesus was betrayed and handed over to be executed, Peter was wrestling with those very questions. And to be honest with you this evening, Peter didn't seem to have his mind made up. He wasn't so certain this time around. He wasn't bold and brash. In fact, it seemed like he struggled to find words to speak. But then we fast forward to the book of Acts. And we find Peter, we find this man who couldn't bring himself to tell these individuals around a fire that he even knew Jesus. We find him standing on the crowded street corners in Jerusalem. And he's boldly telling anyone and everyone who listened, not only that he knows Jesus, but that he is certain that Jesus is the promised Messiah and Savior. Who is Jesus? What? Is the truth about him? Friends, those are the questions that are before us this evening. They are questions that people throughout history have had to wrestle with. Questions that were raised by the likes of Pilate, wrestled with by Mary and Peter. And they're questions that we too have to wrestle with. Who is Jesus? And what exactly is the truth about him. History shows that he was someone who lived and died. And there are a plethora of men and women whose lives have been turned upside down by him, just as Peter's was. But today it's time for us, it's time for us not to rely upon their answers, but to answer those questions for ourselves. Who is Jesus? And what is the truth that we believe about him? And how does that truth? How does the truth of who he is, how does that change our lives, both now and for all eternity? Friends, these are the questions. These are the questions that confront us today, the questions that confront us as we stand at the foot of the cross. There are questions that are unavoidable, questions that demand our attention, questions that all ultimately demand an answer. So what do you say? Who is Jesus? And what is the truth that you believe about him? Amen and amen.